So hi, One Liquid Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Ollie. And Mikey from The City Is Ours. And we're asking two questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? Um, so our band was like put together probably about five years ago. Um, and we, we kind of spent a long time doing uh, bits and pieces um eps and 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 so what and you know, all those kinds of things um and really it was just a, a sort of outlet for us to kind of uh you know the same as probably most bands when they first start it's just an outlet to to have some fun and to write some songs and, and emulate the 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 bands that we all sort of know and love um and then yeah i mean we we, we produced a couple of eps and uh, and people seem to be enjoying what we were doing um both here in the UK and also kind of like around the world, which was kind of cool. So we we sort of wrote a record, um, wrote a full length, our first full length album called Low, which was was totally cool, and uh, and did that. And then at the end of that cycle, um, unfortunately, Sam, who was our previous vocalist, uh, uh, decided that he was going to sort of call his time on the band. Um, and then yeah, and that was when your boy Ollie decided it would be uh he was he was crazy enough to come and get involved in the madness that is the city is ours um and as far as the band name is concerned really it was just a kind of uh amalgamation of uh song titles and things like that that were mainly used within our band as a working title hmm. um and um there's a there's a record by a band called uh deaf havana i don't know if you guys are familiar with them but uh Sound familiar they're uh, they're like UK kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were kind of metalcore, weren't they? Like in the early days, post hardcore, and then they've kind of moved into like, rock, yeah, like mm-hmm. really cool band. And they had a track that was kind of like a play on a play on words that we kind of adjusted a few things around, and that was like a working title. And then like five years later, we're still called the City Is Ours, and it was very much just the only meant to be a stopgap, but. <laughs> You're stuck with it now, yeah. <laughs> so, like, we're just, um, we're called the Seas Hours now. Hello. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to be, <laughs> unless you want to rebrand a couple, couple years That's into it. Man. Like, so, yeah, that was it. It was just like, we, we, we came up with a name and we've had a bit of a, a strange ride, but Ollie's joined the band and there's very much a new era going on right now. And mm-hmm. um, just stoked to be, to be putting new music out, really. So, yeah, totally cool. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Uh, so congratulations on your upcoming album, Coma. How do you feel the response to the announcement so far? Yeah, so good. Like, um, yeah, just the violent release. Uh, mm-hmm. thing. Like when that first came out, it was mental. And then mm-hmm. just five weeks after we announced the album and people are so great. They're a bit sad that it's so long away, but it's a lot of time for prepping and teasing everything, which mm-hmm. It's so long awaited, we weren't allowed to hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it, was, it was a strange scenario for us. Like, there's obviously myself and the other the other three guys that were previously or, you know, are still members of the band. We kind of, we we knew obviously about the Ollie situation and, and so did our team, but that was pretty much it. Like, nobody else really knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And with everything that's going on in the world right now, it was very kind of um, 
yeah, I mean, we were a little tactical in the way that we played it because we knew that we were going to do this this announcement and we knew we were bringing Oli into the fold and everything else, but we were kind of like, look, we could kind of use this to our advantage a little bit and try and make this into a um, bit of a play almost. So that, that's kind of what we did. So it was kind of, it was exciting, but incredibly sort of nerve-wracking at the same time because mm -hmm. we'd essentially yeah. hold our fan base and, and the world, obviously, through press that... Um, the sound was leaving the band and hadn't really resolved it any further than there. Mm -hmm. So we were then sat on all this new material and a whole album and everything else, but just kind of waiting for, for that kind of announcement to happen and for, you know, for the whole Ollie era to, to kind of become a thing. Yeah. Um, so when we did, it was like, you know, we were all stoked and we all knew that it was good in, in camp, I guess, but you never quite know until you put it out to the world, like mm -hmm. how, received so um yeah we're you know we're just super stoked it's uh it's it's a long process i mean the album's not out till october obviously yeah uh, there's lots of new music between now and then i can uh i can assure you and um hopefully it will be it will be worthwhile for everyone involved awesome good good uh so what made you guys choose violent as the lead single for this album because obviously you're kicking off the album and then the new vocalist as well um, I mean, to be totally honest, uh, for those people that don't know, Ollie um, was a friend of the band for a long time mm. beforehand and actually was involved in our team. He made all our visuals before. Oh. So um, that was super cool. And he's also made all the visuals for the new album that you've seen so far. So go and check his stuff out as well. <laughs> he's a very talented dude. But um, to be totally honest with you, the main reason that we picked that song was just because of the way that the vocals um, are like at the forefront at the beginning of the song. It just seemed like a good idea to go with something that, I mean, there's like a, a short riff at the beginning and then it just goes straight in with the vocal. And it kind of seemed like an obvious way to be able to say, you know, no, no holds barred, here's, here's what we're doing. Mm -hmm didn't tell anybody that he was in the band before that point. So there was lots of people in the YouTube premieres and everything else doing the whole, oh my God, I can't believe it's him. Yeah. Um, which is great. So it was just a, like, it's a bit of a power play, I guess, on our part that we were just like, we've got this idea and we're going to roll with it. So we kind of picked that song just because it fitted with what we were doing. Yeah. Worked really well. But then we were a bit like, oh, now what do we do? So it's like, we got this up for like a... Um, yeah, I mean, we had to kind of rejig ourselves in in the in the mindset of what was going to come next because we had we had the idea of what we wanted to do at the beginning. Mm -hmm. That was pretty concrete from even when we were in the studio, like tracking and stuff. But then after that, we hadn't really we'd kind of made one idea, and then we were just like, ah, now what do we do? So, yeah, um, yeah, we were obviously like, you know, we we signed to a rising empire and everything else, and it's been super cool with them. So like between us and them, we managed to fabricate some kind of plan because we had this one really cool idea at the beginning and then the rest of it was all just very heavy. <laughs> yeah <laughs> didn't really think that far ahead you're just like let's get this one thing it's really cool thing and then what next exactly that's <laughs> why you've got the team exactly exactly uh so is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art so i mean coma essentially is an album lyrically that I, I wrote um, largely myself and Jamie, who's our bass player, mm -hmm. 
wrote, the, wrote most of the lyrics to the record. Um, and it's very much a case of sort of being in a situation where obviously when somebody is physically in a coma, like they're, they're kind of unconscious to the world around them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and obviously, you know, that's not a particularly great place to be usually for medical <sighs> reasons. But like we, we tried to sort of spin that as a being unconscious in a situation where life is kind of passing you by around you. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like that moment of sort of consciousness of, of initially realizing what's happening but then mm -hmm. also um kind of the way that you then process it and through the emotional journey that you go through from point a to point b when when mm -hmm. something's going on so that's kind of what the record on a whole was written about and that's why we decided to go with the title of coma because it's sort of a an overarching like ideology of the way that the record is is perceived mm -hmm. and then when we were working on the album artwork itself like we wanted it to be super clean and almost be kind of um sort of clinical in certain ways in that you know we used decided to go with the white backgrounds and things like that to be a really super clean super you know it's, it's giving the sort of juxtaposition almost of the, the sort of the white and the black of you know the, the, the light and the shade and, the, and all those other things that, that would go with the, the sort of lyrical content but then also having some kind of tie to the way that the way that the the heart logo is on the on the front of the thing that we've we've put together it has the divide through the middle hmm. and it's almost kind of like the sort of like it being in two pieces but still part of the same thing because again mm -hmm. that kind of lyric lyrically links to the way that the record is kind of written and a the lyrical content of what it's about so it's like obviously these two parts and it has got that kind of clinical vibe of the the um i can't think what the word would be but um heartbeat line. yeah like the, the when you get the heartbeats on the uh, yeah i can't remember what those what those things are called you know in in those hospital shows when you're watching Grey's Anatomy the heart or, the heart yeah. monitor or whatever it That's is it. Yeah. Um, yeah we put that in there but to specifically divide the heart into two pieces but it's still very much one whole thing Mm -hmm. so kind of trying to signify the fact that it's this record is very much about that kind of journey of two parts becoming a whole but also not being able to kind of remain as one thing do you know what I mean so it's like yeah that, that kind of um that kind of vibe and yeah it's a, our, our good friend Aaron Finch who's uh who's a great designer and anybody listening go and check him out because he's uh he's a great dude and um yeah, we, we sat down with him. He did all the artwork for Low as well. And we sat down with him and kind of explained the situation and and how we wanted this this experience to look visually for, for the consumer, but also obviously for ourselves and for the album. And, and he just got on board with it straight away. And it was one of the first the first ideas he came back with. He was just totally, just totally understood our angle on it and what we were trying to achieve. And and yeah, we've just run with it since then. So it's uh yeah, it's been cool. It's been a cool process. Oh, yeah. That's great. I love just the, the idea behind the artwork. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's great. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this album? Uh-oh. <laughs> so the writing, oh, I mean, I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking, but it's like, I mean, it'll probably, it'll probably become clear now. We kind of wrote the album before Ollie had joined the band. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ollie. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> it starts to like it all makes a little bit more sense in that um we wrote we wrote kind of 
I don't know, 40% of the record maybe. And we were sort of demoing ideas and things like that. And then Sam decided he was gonna, you know, he, he couldn't stick around with, with City anymore. Mm. And he had other things to do and that was totally fine. But then we were in a situation where we were like, how do we move forward? We had studio time booked, all of this kind of stuff. Um, obviously behind the scenes. So we were, you know, we were kind of panicking internally going, oh, what are we gonna do? Like, how are we gonna make this happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so essentially, I mean, between myself, Jamie, Stuart and Louis, we sat down and kind of wrote the rest of what is now Coma and what has has shaped up to be Coma. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had all the, the kind of harsh vocal parts and everything else because we would made the decision that we weren't going to like try and continue as a four piece or anything like that. We were going to go and find the new a new replacement for for Sam's position within the band. Um, mm-hmm. So we wrote the songs, but then it was kind of like, we've got the songs, but we don't have the Somebody band. to sing it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of like this weird inside out situation where we were, it all kind of made sense, but didn't, but then it was all happening at the same time as well. So mm-hmm. it's, very, it's a very convoluted situation to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, so like we, generally speaking, when we're writing a song, myself and Jamie are quite involved in the lyrical side of it and we'll sit down and put songs together and uh and kind of like flesh out a pattern almost for for chord structures and things like that mm-hmm. and Stuart will come in and add the melodic guitars and, and Louis will put his his stamp on the um on the sort of percussive side of things with drums and things like that and then and then generally it will all kind of fold in with the vocals which is is kind of the way that it it does work and I guess kind of was the way it worked with this record too but we just kind of did it a little bit backwards because we actually tracked the album instrumentally before Rolly had joined the band so like we knew what the music was going to sound like Mm -hmm. and we knew how we wanted the vocals to sound but we just hadn't quite got the the um what's the word personnel we hadn't got the personnel to uh to make that happen and then this guy came into the apartment <laughs> and here we are. Like we're sat on a uh, on a sophomore record, which is great. So it all so, worked out. But it worked out. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, so which song off this record took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Well, that's a good question. You're casting my brain now, man. <laughs> the longest to write. I think. Um, I mean, some of them, we tend to write in kind of blocks. So we had like three or four songs. A few of them came together really quickly. Uh, one or two of them weren't even finished when we got to the studio in the first place. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like that kind of situation. I think in terms of longest to write, um, there's a track on the new record called Madre, mm-hmm. which um, Jamie actually wrote about the passing of his uh, of his mum unfortunately mm. she she's no longer with us so mm-hmm. he uh yeah he wrote the record like he wrote that particular track about that and um it was uh yeah i think that's it's not necessarily the longest in terms of the amount of time but we've had that song's been kind of part of city as a thing for a few years now so it's one mm. of those where it was kind of on the back burner for like a period of time and then you know it, it just kind of when the right time 
sort of feels like it's the it's the time to kind of come and do or to bring it into the forefront of our minds that that song came in at this point when we're writing this record so it was it was kind of one of those we had a similar situation on our on our debut album with low mm-hmm. where now you're gone which is one of the tracks on that record was actually one of the first songs that i'd started writing for city mm-hmm. but never quite felt like it was the right time to sort of finish it almost yeah i feel like madre is probably the one that took the longest mm-hmm. um just because it had been part of what we were doing for so long but I don't know, in terms of favourites, like, mm-hmm. what are you saying? Big moment for your boy here. Yeah. <laughs> One called um, Said You With My Love, and it's just, it's the, it's a sad sounding song, and it's like the most likely that you'd find on like a YouTube channel called Dreambound. And I used to like grow up, like not really grow up, but I was through college, I would, uh, be frequently going through their channel and finding new look like new small bands to listen to and it's reminiscent of a lot of the bands on there mm-hmm. and uh, has a some like funeral for a friend vibes in it um in some sections and mm-hmm. yeah just that one or there's one called dangerous which is the wild card of the of the album which is uh definitely unexpected for the, like, the sound of it is unexpected for us. It's very, like, put Don Broco with metalcore. And then... Okay. Most likely. Most yeah, I mean, we, we really tried to kind of push ourselves in terms of, uh, like, I think genre boundaries for me personally are one of those things where I'm a bit like, people can gatekeep quite a lot with the mm-hmm. way that they do about genres and I know I mean like you guys have probably seen it a lot but yeah metalcore is a thing and then you know uh, deathcore is a thing mm. and, you know new metal is a thing and all these different things pop rock all that kind of stuff yeah and with this album particularly especially once Sam had decided that he wanted to leave the band we the four of us at the time were kind of like let's just do what we want to do like let's mm-hmm. you know let's, let's write a record for us and let's write a record for for healing what is what is our band at the moment and um yeah so there's a few kind of curveballs on this album and uh things that people wouldn't necessarily expect from from the city's hours but um yeah i think ollie's probably right dangerous is a uh i think it seems to be a bit of a favorite in camp and with our teams and stuff at the moment it all seems to be one of the ones that people are kind of interested in so i'm excited to see what people think about that one in particular so this album is still obviously a, more than a few months away but when the time comes how do you recommend that uh, your fans listen to it for the first time do you have like you want them to turn out the lights listen to it in the car with friends or do you just not give a shit i mean i think the important thing with our music in general is uh is always kind of like we've always tried to write music for, for people to kind of in, interpret in their own way and to be on a level in their own way and you know we've always wanted city to be a place that is for everyone you know like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter on your on your background or your color or your creed or whatever it is it's like it, it none of that stuff matters to us it's like we're just writing songs for people that are into being in the moment with other people that are struggling generally and like is is you know we're all about trying to 
to be part of that and be present in that and you know mm -hmm. we run our own social media and everything else to try and make sure that we are you know when people are messaging us about connecting to our songs we are physically messaging them back and saying yeah look we're really happy that you're able to do this or you know we're smiling with them or we're crying with them or whatever it is that is is, is all part of that situation and part of what's going on around us so there's not a real particular way i mean set up some sexy mood lighting and listen to it front to back i'm never <laughs> yeah gonna, you know particularly if it's pink and it's on brand then <laughs> i'm yeah. never going to complain about that but it's like i think it just has to be about we put together a collection of songs about some very personal things and about getting over particular situations that most people have probably been through in their lives and if one person can relate to that in the same way that we do then as far as i'm concerned i've done my job anything mm -hmm. after that is kind of like a bonus point do you know what i mean it's like if we yeah. if, if we get through it and you know if any, you know everyone wants the great things that come with this business and whatever then great but it's, you know we're here to make songs and write music that people can relate to and can be part of and when we finish the show we're out in the front speaking to people talking to people mm -hmm. once this whole you know once the world has healed itself hugging people and just yeah. saying thank you so much for being part of our experience because that's what it's all about and yeah so i don't think there's a particular way but some sexy mood lighting is never going to go and miss in my book and probably not for you either <laughs> sounds good all right <laughs> uh so this one should be super super quick off the top of your heads i want you to describe this record for new listeners in three words oh diverse is a good one and now I've, he's stumped me a little bit <laughs> do you want three words from each of us or just three words in general Th three words from each of you but it has to be super super quick that's yeah hard. off the top of your you can't think about it too hard so diverse you've got one yeah i'm gonna go abrasive i'm gonna go okay. energetic mm -hmm. i'm gonna go um emotional those are great mm -hmm. sucks to be you yeah really does. <laughs> you go what did you get diverse that's one diverse. okay um three two oh, one give me another one <laughs> Oh, he's so like You're thinking too hard. You're thinking too hard. I'm he's, trying to think of. He's gone diverse. He's gone three, yeah. two, one. He's gone poppy. He's gone three, two, one. He's gone heavy as well. Heavy All as right, well. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. Thank um, you. Thank you so much for helping with that. So for this last question, unfortunately, you made it onto death row. Uh, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, this one should be quick too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just from from recent experiences, there was a like there's like Korean like cauliflower wings. Oh, oh yeah, mm -hmm. was good man. Yeah, vegan as well, which was wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, um, and the bao buns with it as well. There's like deep fried broccoli bao buns, which were mental. Mm -hmm. And there's like, like pickled cucumber with it. Ooh. Oh, it was delish. He did really That's enjoy amazing. it. I wanted to eat it. It was, uh, <laughs> it was really happy about that. I mean, I would probably go um, a full English breakfast, which mm -hmm. is very sad, but full English breakfast with a side of KFC wings and a uh, and a piece of Pizza Hut 
pizza, pepperoni with stuffed crust, but only one slice. Okay. My plate, and then for my drink, oh, oh I'm going blue, uh, blue slush puppy, which I, I don't know if you guys have that in the states. I don't think so. It'll be, it'll be like raspberry. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, like blue raspberry, like crushed oh. ice. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. um, slushies. Yeah. Slushies. Yeah, yeah. Slushies. Yeah. yeah. So blue, a blue raspberry slush, I think, would be my uh, would my drink. My drink would be. In the UK, they've got like it's a drink brand called Ka. And they do like mm. a black grape flavor, and they don't do a lot of like grape flavored stuff in the UK. So it's like the UK equivalent of Fanta grape. Mm. Oh, all right. Okay, solid. That was great. I respect uh, that. So, as I said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Coma. I mean, Ow. yeah, yeah. What he said. Coma, brand new album. It's out 22nd of October. Um, there's three singles out right now. Go and check out Violent. Go check out Coma, uh, which is the title track, obviously. Mm-hmm. Go check out Dangerous. And there's a lot of new music coming your way. <laughs> Death of Me. I just dropped a spoiler. Sorry, everyone. Um, okay. Death of Me. No, main, have it. Take it. Um, <laughs> Death of Me. Uh, it's all out now. And there's more music coming between now and October. So, um, yeah. We're super stoked to uh to release some more new music to you. So rock and roll, let's go. Hell yeah. Well thank you for now. This guy's been the city is ours and we're the good noise podcast. <laughs>